Welcome to the ABMRS podcast. We're smart, sophisticated, a little silly, and searching for the best that love has to offer. We are all but MRS. What's ABMRS? It's the romantic version of all but dissertation, commonly known in academic circles as ABD that state of limbo between finishing all of your doctoral level courses and writing and defending your dissertation. It's uncomfortable. It's confusing. It's hard to explain to people. And it may feel oddly familiar if you're a woman over 30 who is attractive and accomplished, but still unmarried. When you've done all the fabulous things that the world says you're supposed to do, except find your ideal mate, you're not ABD. You're ABMRS. All but misses. We just, just full of, full of, uh, full of all types of treasures within, within yes, earthen vessels. Uh, earthen yes. vessels. Absolutely. Who wants to? Who wants so, to share the ABMRS moments? I I have a, sh- a string of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I'm starting. Like I'm starting to think. Like I don't know if there's a, a full defining. One I, that, yeah, I don't know if there's yeah. one moment. I think there might be like de- matters of degree. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, I would say probably. Oh goodness. Um, I'll I'll start with the most obvious ABMRS moment, which is when I got divorced. Mm-hmm. Because. I had I had gotten married, um, and I actually I married someone from another country, and when we met, I was all excited because you know as I said I I was raised Muslim, and you know the thinking is that well you're supposed to marry somebody who's your same you know faith, mm-hmm. but my life was such that I usually was like the only Muslim like you know in the room or in the space or in my class whatever it is, so I didn't really like know a lot of of you know guys you know like Muslim guys whatever so I met my ex-husband and he was hilarious he was funny smart this then other blah 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 so we you know we had a really quick dating you know courtship whatever it is got married um and we were actually married for we we kind of we we were in a relationship for a year then we got married and we were married for five years mm-hmm. and we had a lot of fun and and all that um, he was a really nice person. His family was really nice. We got along really well. Um, but when we met, neither one of us was especially religious. Mm-hmm. And um, some different things started happening with him, and he became much, much more religious. And so um, kind of the, 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 the proverbial straw that broke the camel's back was there was one weekend where I had to go give a presentation at a conference mm-hmm. in um, Maryland. And my ex-husband and his brother, who lived with us, I didn't put that in there. Yes, his his brother came to live with us like a year after we got married. Mm-hmm. Um, but his my ex-husband and his brother, they were wait they were expecting this um, this imam, like this cleric or whatever it is, to come um, to the mosque they were attending, and they wanted to host him at our apartment. We had a pretty big apartment. Um, so I was like, okay, trying to be like the nice wife and all. So I'm like, all right, I'm getting myself together to go to this conference, but I'm going to go to the supermarket. I'm going to get you all these, you know, nice little things for, you know, your guests to eat, clean the apartment, make it spotless, yada, 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 all that kind of stuff. 
So I go to my conference, everything goes fine, have a great time. I come back home, nobody's home. I walk in my apartment and I felt like somebody had broken in and stolen stuff. Mm. Because I started walking through and like everything looked the same, but I just had this weird feeling. And as I walked through the apartment, I was like, where's this little piece of artwork? Where's that little figurine? Where's this, that, and other? So finally, I went into the living room and I saw like all of my stuff was in a basket in the corner. Mm. And I was like, what, the, what, what in the world what is happening? So I called my ex-husband and he was like, oh, the imam, he couldn't pray because you had these, these figurines and stuff in here. And I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> like, wait a minute. This is what we're not going to do. This is what we're not going to do. This what we're not going to do. This is my house. This is my house. You don't have somebody come in my house and say to you, give you, you know, well, for this religious reason, you know, you need to do X. Mm-hmm. I'm your wife. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm the one that you live with. And don't even say anything. And you, you don't even say anything. You don't even call me first. You don't mm-hmm. even say, like, oh, is it okay? Do you mind? And then I'm like, well, he could have gone and prayed in your brother's room because he don't have any stuff mm-hmm. in his room anyway. Mm-hmm. So that was the beginning of the end of the marriage. Um, mm. And what was going on with my ex-husband was he was feeling homesick. Mm. There were a lot of different things going on. He came from a country where there was a lot of like domestic terrorism. Mm. Um, some of his friends had actually been killed oh, by wow. terrorists. Um, he mm. was feeling guilty for like being here while his right. family was back home. And so, yeah, like, survivor's guilt. Survivor's guilt, exactly. Mm-hmm. He did. He had that. He actually did go to counseling for that while we while he was here. Um, so one day, he and I, we went. We went out to the park, you know, to talk about things, and you know, because I was like, I want a divorce. I blah, blah blah blah. And at first, he was like, No, we need to work it out. We can work this out. And then I had a change of heart, and I was like, Okay, we can work it out. And then he was like, No, no, I just need to go home. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of what it was about mm-hmm. um, at the time. Some of it was also a bit of flakiness on his mm. part, too, um, mm. and immaturity. Because, again, we were really young. He was actually younger than I thought he was when we got okay. married. Wow. I thought he was two years younger than me. Turns out he was four years younger than me. Okay. Ooh. Right. Yeah, So, big yeah, so we got the How y'all didn't talk about that? Like, you mean, you say, <laughs> they, they were in a hurry. Everybody needs ID to get the right. marriage certificate. Yeah. Yeah. Let, me see your, let me see your picture on your ID. Yeah. Oh, you? Oh. Yeah, that's a conversation I should have had earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's always when you look back and realize, oh, we should talk about that flag. Right. I didn't realize that flag was, I thought that was dressing over there. I didn't realize that was a flag. I thought that was wall. I thought that was part of wallpaper. No, boo, that was right. a flag. Right. I missed that one. I missed that one. So we got divorced and, you know, he's gone on with his life and, you know, whatever it is. Um, so that was just, that was one moment because we had this apartment and I used to tell people, I was like, yeah, when I was married, I was living like the Queen of England because it was like three people. Mm. It was me, him, and his brother sharing the expenses. Oh. So I had to go, you know, I was like, wow, I got to find a new place to live. Um, and he had actually gone back to his country. His brother stayed here, um, but I didn't want to stay in the apartment with his brother. Like, that's just yeah. weird. <laughs> it's just awkward, right? Mm-mm. And at the time, this was, like, right before the housing bubble, mm. like, blew up. So I was, like, looking at apartments, and I was like, well, I could either pay this much in rent every month okay. or I could get a house. Yeah. Like, I know I have to come up, you know, with more money up front, but I'm like, I could get a house and then my monthly payment is never, it's not going to change. Like, I wasn't going to do one of those balloon mortgages, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, everything came together, and I became a homeowner. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget, one of my girlfriends, she was like, 
wait, how do you come out of the, out of a divorce and get a house? She was mm-hmm. like, most people come out of a divorce and lose the house. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, well, God is good. Like, okay. okay. You know, but it was like, wow, I'm moving into a house by myself. It's my house. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget my dad saying to me, he was like, wow. He was like, well, I bet you're real intimidating now. Uh, oh, Jesus. And I was Thanks, like, Daddy, Daddy what's that mean? <laughs> <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? And he's like, he's like, yeah. He's like, I mean, you got your education. He was like, you know, you got your own house. You got this. You got that. He was like, you don't need no man. And I'm like, oh, oh Dad. Okay. All right, Daddy. So your dad <laughs> ushered you into your ABS room. <laughs> 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 right, right. Like, I got ushered into this whole new world of, mm-hmm. like, 
you know, like the entertainment industry and the this, that, and the other, and, you know, higher education and meeting these scholarly folks and, mm-hmm. you know, all this kind of stuff. And I, I did meet some fabulous people, like, okay. through the course of this relationship, like, people who have gone on to do, like, some really phenomenal things. Um, but it was a very fraught relationship. It was a very bipolar relationship. Mm-hmm. It was like, I always say, like, well, we were, it was off and on. We were off and on for by my count, like seven years. It was like seven years of my life. And um, there were a lot of breakups, a lot of makeups, Mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, and I'm telling you I'm not going. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That kind of stuff. Okay. All right. But I think like... (laughs) Am I? Am telling you Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) I'm not going. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I think my ABMRS moment with that relationship, and it was a protracted one, it took like two weeks. We had mm. gone up to Canada. I had to go to yet another conference. We went, he went with me. We went to Canada. Had a great time, right? So I'm like, this is it, right? This is it. We were like at year six, and I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So on the ride down, he was like, okay, uh, we need to talk relationship stuff. And again, on the inside, I'm like, yes, it's going to happen, right? It's finally going to happen. Mm-hmm. So we have this great drive down. We get back, and like the next day, he comes to my house. And I'm thinking like, okay, this is marvelous, right? And instead, he tells me that he doesn't think he's the kind of person who can be with somebody for 50 years. And then he tells me that, um, what is it? Um, He doesn't feel like we're really, really together, right? And what the hell we been doing for seven years? (laughs) Wait a minute, at this point it was six years, right? So there's a lot of other stuff that happened. So it was like, okay, like, wait, what, what, what are we supposed to do with this now? Where do we go with this? So a couple months go by, right? We back and forth as always. Like, okay, this is over. No, 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 no. Please take me back. Please take me back, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's work it out. So fast forward, it gets to be New Year, New Year's Day, right? New Year's Day. And I had resolved within myself that I wasn't going to go another year mm-hmm. in this situation. So I went to his place, and I was like, where is this going? Mm-hmm. And he couldn't tell me. He couldn't give me a definitive answer. So I said, okay, okay, that's your answer, fine. So I left. Still holding on, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Still holding on, like, oh, he's just nervous, you know, whatever. He can't, you know, let me give him some space. So I gave him some space, about a week. And I had to go, I had to go to the complex where he lived because I also like, it it was like a co-op complex. So he had a co-op there Hmm. and my mom and I had also invested in it. And we were actually like getting, we were getting out, we were pulling out. Um, So I needed to go drop off some paperwork so that they could settle up everything and like release what we had deposited. So I went to this complex and the office was closed. So I was like, okay, well, you know, maybe he's home. I'll go stop at his place, ask him if he can drop this off for me. Mm-hmm. And I was on my way to um, like a lecture, a mm-hmm. lecture up at a university. And I was like, oh, he might want to go. 
So I am usually not the one to just drop by unannounced. But today I was like, well, it's no big deal. I'm going to mm-hmm. just drop by. So I drop by. And he comes and he answers the door. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, hey, you know, sorry. I didn't, you know, let you know I was coming. I really came just to drop off this paperwork at the office. They're closed. Can you do it for me so I don't have to come back down here? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And then I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, by the way, I'm getting ready to go up and check out. It, it was, um, I want to say Gil Scott Heron was still alive at huh. the time or whatever it is. And I was like, well, I'm going to go, you know, check out this thing, whatever. Or maybe it was a lecture about him. And I was like, you know, why don't you come with me? You know, still trying to, you know, we can work it out. And he's like, oh, oh, that sounds great. Um, oh, but I, I can't, I can't go. And I'm like, oh, like, well, why not? And he's like, uh, 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 right? And I was like, okay, well, well, I'll come upstairs. Let me just come upstairs while you think about it. Uh, uh, uh. And I'm like, what is going on? And he's like, I have company. Dog. Child. Mm. When I tell you, I put myself in my little car, I drove back to my house, mm. went upstairs in my room, and sobbed. Mm. I think I sobbed for like a good hour. Mm-hmm. A good hour. And I think, like, it hit me then. I was like, oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. This is why you can never give me a definitive answer, mm-hmm. right? Because you got other stuff going on. You got other stuff going on. You're trying to game everything. Exactly, mm-hmm. right? Which you one is to, the best? Right? Yeah, yeah right. which one's going to work out? Right. I can't see myself with no, with no one chick. Right, for, for 50 years. <laughs> for I can see years. myself with two Right, or know. not you, whatever. So mm-hmm. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And it just, it hit me where I was like, in all this back and forth, and I mean, it was like a whole bunch of like, let's talk this out. Okay, let me go read the five love languages. What is his love language? Maybe I'm not speaking his love language. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we need to go on this trip and work it out. Maybe we need this space. Maybe we need to do this project together. Mm-hmm. Maybe all this like work, 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 work. Okay, he says this, the, the problem is differences in our religion. Okay, I'll go to church. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that kind of stuff. And it was like a whole lot of like just wow. trying to, it was so much work. It was mm-hmm. so much like effort all the time. We went to counseling because he said that we should go to counseling. Okay, we'll go to counseling. Why are you telling me to go to counseling? I'm sorry, right? But then it was like, okay, we should go to counseling. Then it was like, well, I want to go to a black counselor. Okay, I found a black counselor. We went to our first counseling session. Afterward, he was like, he's like, well, I see it was just you and your girlfriend agreeing with each other. I'm like, I don't know this lady. I don't know her. Right? I don't think she knows so, and it was like, same thing. Like, okay, like, you know, I'm paying her to go. We went another time. She would give us homework to do. We would get to the session. I come to find out he didn't do the homework. So it was like. What was the purpose of you saying go to counseling? What I realized what is did? it was always a lot of, here's another hoop for you to jump to through. Jump through. Mm-hmm. And it was like, every time he gave me a hoop to jump through, I jumped through it. So then yeah. it was like, oh, dad, well, what do I do now? Right? You know, it's <laughs> so like You have to understand when you're dealing with a professional woman. That's what we do. <laughs> all day we, long. All day long. We are yeah, problem solvers. Exactly. Like, we, like, women, women with low resources, women with no resources, we make step, We make shit happen. <laughs> so we when, also have to understand when enough is enough. Yeah. And that's the thing. And, yeah. and I, mm-hmm. if anything, like my regret is that I had my inklings earlier on. Oh, definitely. And it was like, but I just kept thinking like, I, you know what? I think a lot of, it on my part was 
I just had this idea that well, you have to work at it. Yeah. Like it has to be mm-hmm. so it's much like push and pull. And that's just that's the thing. And maybe that's why my marriage didn't work out because you know I didn't fight enough. You know, mm. it was like everything was easy, and when it was about to end, it was like I should have fought, I should have pushed, we should have done this, that, and the other. So in that relationship, you know, this next one, I felt like okay, well, you know, no, we're going to talk it out. No, I'm going to bend over backwards. No, I'm going to make all these changes. I'm Mm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. But I think if I had been a little more sophisticated and experienced, I would have picked up on things Mm -hmm. earlier on, and I would have recognized that, like, you know, this is not about me. Mm -hmm. This is about some stuff that he's dealing Mm -hmm. with. You know, and yeah. he's he's a good person. Like he is, he's mm-hmm. a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, they always are. <laughs> <laughs> she's great. He said, "Let me check with Zed's face. He's so nice. Let me check with Zed's face. He's a wonderful person. He's always real nice person. He's brilliant. You know, it's like he's he'll give you the shirt off his back, like all that kind of stuff. He's done like mission trips, you know, around him. All those things that attracted me to him, they just couldn't out. They couldn't counterbalance." his own internal conflict, mm-hmm. you know, and strife and all. Mm-hmm. And it just took me all those years to realize, like, well, I don't need to be in that with you, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And I know mm-hmm. when that ended, I just felt like, um, I think that was the first time that I really felt alone, mm-hmm. like in the world alone. Mm-hmm. And I had to check myself mm-hmm. because then I said, wait a minute. I'm letting this one relationship break me and make me feel like I'm so disconnected. But what about my family Mm -hmm. who's been there for me my entire life? People who've been there for me. Mm -hmm. What about all these other wonderful things that I have going on, all these organizations I'm a part of? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I have my little nephew. And I'm like, wait, this little boy, like, loves me to death. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't have to change anything, Mm -hmm. you know, for him. And I was just like, okay, I'm disrespecting all the people who love me and all the love that I have by acting like the end of this relationship is just the end of everything. Of everything. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm nodding my head like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on your shoulders. as being extremely similar that it, something has to like you basically have to hit me over the head with a baseball bat to get me to leave you alone and we're in a relationship yes I ain't going right. I ain't going yeah, without right. fight that's you. happened to me oh. a couple mm. times where the it, he had to like burn the bridge right. completely yes mm. yeah and until that happened like I just could not let go so I just recently I had that with um a former boyfriend where I just I couldn't quite stop calling him and I mm-hmm. kept like trying to hold on and then finally he had the same thing oh I have company and we had broken up officially at that point yeah. I just couldn't yeah. let it go mm-hmm. and I said okay well I'm never speaking to you again ever mm-hmm. <laughs> right mm-hmm. because yeah. I was like well wait you're still in my in my heart you're still my boyfriend how dare you but it, it's what I needed. Like he he did me a huge favor like because girl, yes. I I needed that to finally just like break that bond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then with my uh, most recent ex, like we recently had a incident. Not you know, but it was just like we had an interaction, and it didn't go the way I planned, and I basically it it that was what I needed to break that bond yeah. and uh-huh. to be like mm-hmm. okay now mm-hmm. I 
now I'm angry at you. But it's the point where I, I'm never, ever. <laughs> and it's so funny because they always like text you something innocuous. Oh, God. Um, he wanted to know about where this place was I had taken him to get cheesesteaks. Responding to this, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. Yeah. I would have been Good like, yeah. "Oh, it's oh, such and such and such," and that's how it all starts. Right. And that's how all, that's, it's, it's like, always oh, trying to well, reel you back well, in. We go there mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. and because you know what, I was proud of myself. Um, I ran into my ex maybe maybe two years ago, mm-hmm. maybe it was, or a year and a half ago, two years, something like that. Okay. And um. I actually, we had a conversation. It was just like, I just, I was driving by where he used to live or whatever it is. And, um, mother's house, something like that. And saw him and I was like, okay, like I can actually be decent and be like, hey, how you doing? And we chatted for a bit. And I actually, I told him, I said, yeah, I said, you know, I don't hate you anymore. I said, but it was really bad. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I told him like how bad it was. It yeah. was, te- it was terrible. Yeah. And he just looked like, like, oh, dang, I'm sorry. And then in my mind, though, I was like, that is so him. That is his response all the time. Mm. Like, he could, like, inadvertently burn your house down. And then, <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> you get, like, FEMA coming, and, you know, you rebuild and everything like that. And then, like, you run into him later, and you're like, he'd be like, oh, I burned your house down? Wow. Oh, dang. I'm wow. sorry. Right? <laughs> so I was like, it was that. And then, um, you know, I was telling him. <laughs> completely, completely unable to really take responsibility. To really take responsibility. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, seriously, like, you, like, it, it was only by the grace of God and, you know, me recognizing how much other people love me that I just wasn't completely yeah, destroyed. destroyed. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, you know, then I was telling him, um, what I'm doing now professionally mm-hmm. and he was like oh that's so good like I'm so proud of you and such and such and such and such and then it was like you know I, w- I would love to come up there one time and come you know and blah 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 blah. and me being gracious I was just like you know oh okay yeah sure that sounds nice in my mind I'm like hell to the no to the no 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 Recognize a pattern episode. <laughs> mm. That is mm. like, that is so Ooh, key when you recognize your pattern from pattern. lived experience. So we're yeah. not talking about, it's one thing, and it's, it's, I, I, I don't, there's no, no slap, no mark, no diss on studying and learning your craft because there are people who do it, mm-hmm. um, who are family counselors, who are marriage therapists, and, but it's nothing like that lived, daggone experience. It's that's just what like, really makes it come. <sighs> be clear to you you know that's what really makes it like in your brain in your heart you have to like really get it you gotta get it internalize it it has to actually happen to you you can't just hear about it Mm -mm. Mm -mm. yeah so that's do you feel like that needed to happen for you in order to get you 
to the point where you could recognize that that was not a good relationship for you? I think so. I think it did. And I think that it did so much for, for me, not just in terms of that relationship, but it really shifted my perspective about relationships in general mm-hmm. because it helped me get rid of this idea that, like, this has to be a battle, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's you don't really hard. love unless you love hard and you yeah. fight. and <laughs> Right, exactly. <Yeah. laughs> Uh, yes. But also, you feel strong. The right. Other, yeah. The other relationships in your life. I that because that happened for me too. Like yeah. I realized my parents have been here through this whole thing, and never wavered in their support of me. Exactly. Even when he would come over and just be acting like weird or you mm-hmm. know what I mean like uh-huh. He, uh-huh. they were yep. just like okay well yeah. she wants to try and do this okay yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it just changed my perspective. Like these are the people who, tr- like, what re- what is really the point of having relationships? Mm-hmm. You know, and so what what does a healthy relationship look like? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And why is the only relationship that we really care about the one where somebody is interacting with us physically? Mm-hmm. Right. You right. know, like right. there are many people who are in our lives who support us and love us mm-hmm. and really care about us Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and show it Mm -hmm. through their actions Mm -hmm. and don't, you know, Mm -hmm. do what a lot of men do. Well, I shouldn't say that, but like some of these men that we've been in relationships with where it's all talk. Mm -hmm. Sex is a powerful drug. It is, you know? That's the whole, that's the have you messed up? Because it's not just the physical, because it's like, okay, you say you you need, oh, I need a hug. Okay, you know, your mom and dad can give you a hug. My niece and nephew, like, I went to babysit them last night, and they both run up and give me hugs. And it's like, okay, this is wonderful, but it's that other... Oh, oh, that thing will that thing that thing will mess you up. That thing will mess you up. It's the hormones. It's the, the hormones. It's the pheromones. It's the arrows. It's, it's that it's thing. The, it's that thing. It's that, that thing. It's the smell. That thing. Yes. Yeah. That thing. <laughs> you know, but, but it's powerful. Yeah, and it will. And yeah. it's it's not like anything else that we engage. There's, you know, the agape love, you know, that you have with your, with the creator and then the, I don't know what they call it. This the is, but, uh, yeah, the Philios. The Philios is that, yeah, yeah, Philadelphia, Philios, uh-huh. uh, that brother, <laughs> that brotherly love. I gotta get my etymology right. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that what we have one to, to each other, like... Uh, that we, As human beings. Yeah, yeah, to sisters, to brothers, and, you know, parents. But that arrows... You know, as we, we come up on, you know, the, the, the Valentine's Day season, mm-hmm. it's nothing like it. Yeah. You know, and you can you can see it even with little children. You know, they they strive to have it. You know, you see, oh, this is my little girlfriend. Or you see it like in preschools or, you know, and it's, yes. it's something it's that, girl. you know, is it's once you kind of tap into it, it's something that we pursue. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't think we should ever be criminalized for it. You know, which I think, you know, society has a way of doing mm-hmm. or, or, you know, giving you a little scarlet letter that talk about, you know, you know, why. You know what, I think it's ego, too, because mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. you get this rush of having this one person mm-hmm. who, like, wants to be with you mm-hmm. in all those other kind of ways, but they also want you, like, mm-hmm. this way, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and it's like, you <laughs> and I had to, I recognized that within myself <laughs> when the 
breakup happened, how embarrassed I was mm. to tell people mm. like right. he we were engaged and he left and he me. Left me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hadn't been wearing my ring for a while because I don't know where he got that ring from, but it broke my finger out. Oh no, dang! It, I had a scar. Oh, I, my I still kind of have it. Yeah, because I have like a metal allergy, which is why I don't have pierced ears either. Okay. Um, but it broke my finger out. And it like left a scab Ooh. around my finger. Damn, that's what the wrong love affair love mm. could do to you. Leave a, I mean, leave a to, be, on you. to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, it would have been anyone who gave me a metal ring. But, but I hadn't been wearing my ring for a while, so it wasn't like I had to suddenly take my ring off and people were asking questions. But right. it was like. Mm. You know, we were planning a wedding. My mother bought me a wedding dress. Oh my gosh, wow. Deanda. I know. But you know what though? I, I know the embarrassment because it's the same. I, I felt that too. I felt that because it was like, okay, my marriage ended, but look, somebody else wants me. Oh, great, right? Mm-hmm. I'm valuable. Mm-hmm. I'm attractive, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. He's a great guy. He's doing like great things. Okay, wonderful. And then it was like, wait, he won't marry her? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with her? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's yeah. like having to tell people, plus all these people that I had met through him, found out that, like, some of these friends that I met through him, they knew that he was seeing somebody else, or at least one oh, of them did, but oh, because, oh, like, man. she was his... It was a whole big mess. Uh, and again, it was so embarrassing because mm-hmm. it was like... Why yeah, you feel, like, exposed as someone who is not worthy right. of... Mm-hmm. And it's like, something has to be wrong with you because it's like, well, she has a house. Mm-hmm. She has a car. She's yeah. got her degrees. She seems like a nice person. She What's wrong with crazy. her? She, she must, must be crazy. Be crazy. Well, no, because if you were crazy, <laughs> and we're going to talk about this, too, in another episode, if you were crazy, they would never have left you. If you was crazy, if you were crazy for real and mean and, and, and nasty, nasty. Right. oh, you have a man right. for the rest of They would be all, they, could, they can't leave you alone if you're crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh. So, maybe that's it. What's your ABMRS moment? Uh, <laughs> Mine is a little less deep. Um, We're sorry, Azeb is hiding behind her laptop uh, in the studio. Because Azeb is actually ABD. Uh, for real, for real. Okay. Um, <laughs> right. 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 I'm trying to change that. I'm trying to change that. I'm actually trying to change So mine came uh, surprisingly not at the table when I was signing the documents when I bought my first house, which is when I was preparing for it and nothing so I was like okay great I'm doing this so this was back in 2008 I bought my first home and it needed a lot of renovations so I was at that house that was nice (laughs) so I went to a um, a uh, major I don't know if we say the name I went to a, a, a store to look at large box some, store. A large oh, box yeah. store. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To look at some things for my soon to be renovated kitchen. And I was there with my sister and very nice gentleman was showing us um, design styles for cabinets. And he brought out a book and he was showing us just design style after design style. He said you need to pick the color and this and the knobs. And I was watching him and I was looking at it and then I burst into tears. Mm, mm. <laughs> and the poor man looked at me and looked at my sister. My sister looked at me and looked at the man. And I said, I'm sorry, this is just so overwhelming. And I realized then I was supposed to make this choice for a home that I was supposed to live in for a long time 
that I had assumed I was going to be living in with my husband and my children. Mm -hmm. When in fact, it was just me. Mm-hmm. And there was no one else to look at and say, so what do you think about this color? Oh. And, it's oh. not, and I'm perfectly capable. Mm-hmm. I get dressed every day, and I actually, you know, coordinate colors, and I get <laughs> in my car and go to work and come home and not burn my house down. So I'm perfectly capable of making decisions. But it was, it was just jarring, right, that I was doing this by myself, something mm-hmm. that I just very much look forward to sharing with another individual. And so after I cried, and uh, the <laughs> poor sales I I felt bad for him. And I made my choice. I sat there and I just, I wasn't happy. I wasn't sad. I was kind of, I was just there in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how to process it. I couldn't tell them that that was the reason. I was embarrassed. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't, you know, I'm a grown, 30 plus years old. Mm-hmm. I should be able to do this. And um, I went home and I think I cried again, thinking about going back to the moment. And it just struck me that as equipped as I am on many levels to deal with things intellectually, emotionally, and so forth, there are just some things that you don't expect, right? There's something mm-hmm. you don't plan for. Mm. And, um, you know, I've since sold that house and bought another house and had to make other decisions where I have not cried. Mm. Shockingly, I've made them like a big girl. Good for you. <laughs> I cried my okay. Picked out colors and designs all alone. Um, but one of the things I took away from is I didn't want to harden myself to think that I wouldn't be able to do it still with somebody. Even though I've done it myself, I'm still open to hopefully doing it with someone else. Right. That if someone else comes in, I'm still able to say, yes, I did this before on my own. However, I would love your input. I would love to, to, to become a partner with someone. And, and honestly, it's, it, the, the other thing it made me realize is that it's been, I won't say how many years, since I've been in a long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have not been in one for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And so I'm used to doing things myself. And mm-hmm. so I, again, don't want it to be so that I will never be able to partner with someone. Mm-hmm. But I know for me, that's going to be a huge mm-hmm. adjustment. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's gonna almost going to be a 180 yeah. for me. To it's going to be a lot of work. Absolutely. But if you find yeah. that person you want to be with, you're going to be willing to, to it. make it work. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed today's episode. The ABMRS podcast is recorded at Sanctify Studios, produced by the talented David P. Stevens, and edited by the incredible Charles Washington. Follow us on Facebook at ABMRS Podcast. Instagram and Twitter at ABMRS underscore podcast. If you're old school, we're here for you too. Email us at abmrsmavens at allbutmrs.com. Until next time.